Welcome back to Counting on Grace, Chapter 10, The Letter. Miss Leslie nods to Arthur, and he pulls out the paper and smooths the wrinkles he made when he crunched it up. Read it to her, Miss Leslie says. Are you practicing your writing? I ask. Grace, hush for once in your life and listen. It's a letter. Arthur's doing the writing. It goes this way. To Miss Anne Putnam, National Child Labor Committee, Vermont Chapter, Bennington, Vermont. Dear Madam, this is to inform you that there are underage children working in the cotton mill in the town of North Pownall, Vermont. These children range in age from eight to 13. They are employed in the following dangerous tasks. It stops there. That's as far as we got, Arthur says, before you barged in. So now you can help us, Grace. My brain is whirling around. My feet start shifting under the desk. What is that child labor thing? They investigate places where children are not supposed to be working because they are too young. Believe it or not, there are laws against child labor. They're just not enforced, Miss Leslie says. But we need to work for the money. I can hear Mamere's voice speaking right through my lips. Yes, Grace, but you also need your education. Then when you get older, you'll have a job that makes you much more money than you'll ever get working in the mill. Stop arguing, Arthur says to me. You want to leave? I don't. This is more interesting than reading La Justice to Pepe for the third time this week. Or doing laundry with Mamere. Or weeding. I'll help them write their dumb old letter. What difference does it make? When that inspector comes, we'll just hide in the elevator the way we always do, until he leaves the premises. That's a fancy word Mr. Wilson uses for the mill. So, back to the letter. What jobs do children do in the mill? Doffing, I say. Besides doffing, says Miss Leslie. Sweeping, says Arthur. And carrying the bobbin boxes. They're heavy. Good. Write that down. What else, Grace? I'm thinking hard. This is like a test, and I want to do well on it. Some of the boys work in the warping room, Arthur writes. And what about Thomas? Miss Leslie asks. He was fooling around at the time, I tell her. He was standing too close to that gearbox. More accidents happen because of the number of children working in the mill. But Thomas was legally old enough to be working, so we'll forget about him for now. What else? We clean the machines on Saturday. And some other times, if the roving gets too bunched up, Delia's got scars on her fingers from the cleaning hook. Perfect, says Miss Leslie, and I smile. I'm passing the test. Arthur, put down machine maintenance. Then she writes out that big word for him so he can copy it. Why aren't you writing the letter to the committee place? I asked Miss Leslie. 
She'll get fired if they find out it's coming from her, Arthur says, and rolls his eyes at me as if everybody is supposed to know that. You'd better not tell. Who will fire her? The mill owners, Arthur spits. They own the mill school. Hush, Arthur, says Miss Leslie. Nobody's going to be firing me as long as we keep this quiet. Now, sign it this way. She writes out another big word for him to copy. It says, anonymous. What does that mean, I ask? It means the person writing the letter don't wish to be known, Arthur says. He acts like that's something he knew all along. But I bet Miss Leslie just told him that. Doesn't wish to be known, says Miss Leslie. She's always correcting our ways of speaking, but we don't remember from one time to the next. She reads the letter over, folds it into an envelope, and puts a stamp on it. I'll mail this next week when I take the trolley down to Massachusetts to see my sister. That way, nobody in this town will see it going out. Especially Mr. Dupree, the postmaster. He's the nosiest person in the town. Except for Madame Boucher, I say. We sit a while like we got nowhere to go. Arthur is staying for a lesson, Grace. You're welcome to if you want. I do. Reread a story in Appleton's Reader, because Arthur still has the soldier book. Miss Leslie directs me to read a poem called The Brown Thrush by Lucy Larkham. When I start walking around so as I can read better, Miss Leslie opens her mouth to say something, but she shuts it again. Maybe because this ain't real school, she decides for once that it don't matter what my feet are doing. When I'm done, she says, Do you know who Miss Larkham was, Grace? I shake my head. She worked in the spinning room in a mill in Lowell, Massachusetts, when she was your age. Fifty years ago. She ended up writing books. You could do that, too, as long as you have an education. But you told me underage children don't have to work in Massachusetts, Arthur says to Miss Leslie. Not now. Massachusetts is one state that enforces their child labor laws. But back in the 1840s, girls like Lucy couldn't wait to get to the mills. They were running away from the drudgery of the farms. So that's why you were running away to Massachusetts, I blurt out to Arthur. So they wouldn't put you back in the mill. Of course, I'm not stupid. I look back and forth from one to the other. Seems Miss Leslie and Arthur talk about everything. I wonder again about all this happening right under my nose without me knowing it. Maybe it started when Arthur's father died. Maybe Miss Leslie took his place even though she's a woman. On the way up to French Hill, Arthur tells me the story of the soldier in his book. Henry's worried that he's going to run away when the battle starts. His name is Henry then, just like I said when we started that book. This is a wonder to me that I could guess the same name for the youth as the man who wrote the book did. Maybe it means I will be a writer like Miss Lucy Larkham, except I think the poem about the brown thrush was boring and too easy reading for me. Stop interrupting, says Arthur. 
the soldier is wishing he's back on the farm, milking the brindle cow. Is there fighting yet? No, any minute now. You tried to run away, I say. Maybe I won't need to now. If those child labor people come, they could shut down the mill. My heart stops. If they close the mill, we won't have jobs. There's other work to do. We can go back to the farm and milk the brindle cow, he says with a grin. That's what Pepe wants, but my mother says that farming is much worse than the mill. She hated it, just like Miss Lucy Larcom and those other mill girls. She never got paid one penny for her work. Nothing is worse than the mill, says Arthur before he turns off into his own house. They will never shut the mill, I tell myself. Not because of a bunch of kids. Arthur, I yell, what does Brindle mean? But he don't hear me.